Good morning, or evening, or whenever it is that you listen to this, slash I post it. Uh, probably you won't listen till after I post it, I hope, otherwise you've got my hotel room bugged. I'm coming to you live from Chicago. Uh, I'm on vacation. I miss you guys, or I will tomorrow, or today for you, um, because I won't be at youth, obviously, since I wasn't there. But I appreciate Tim and Misty and Rob and Carol and whoever else is helping to lead it. Uh, and I know that they, I know uh, what we've talked about and what they have planned. And they're going to talk about uh, just their testimonies a little bit. And so I hope that you enjoyed that and, and learned a lot because there is a lot to learn from them. Uh, and the fact that they volunteer their time because they care about you and because they feel called to it. And that's a really awesome thing. So um, that's really cool. I'm going to talk about my call and just my testimony here in a little bit, although I've probably talked about it a lot before. I wanted to start with an announcement. Uh, Kings Island is way sooner than I realized. It is Monday, July 18th. Uh, I will get there probably as early as 930, uh, as close to that as I can, and I'll be waiting out by the pickup area uh, around 945 or so until 10 for anybody that needs to be dropped off. Uh, for anybody else, you can meet me at the front gate after that sometime, however long it takes from 10 o'clock to me walking up there. And um, so we will be there. Uh, it technically will end at 7.15, but if you uh, have your parents tell me, hey, it's okay if they stay, uh, there's a group of them that want to stay, or they just want to stay on there, whatever, as long as your parents tell me that or text me that or you show me a note from them, however it is that works, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to make you leave if you have permission. Uh, but that is when technically the youth Kings Island day will end. And then we're still on tap for Friday, August 5th, I believe for the lock-in. Uh, I'll have to check on the times. I don't have that in front of me, but I believe it's something like either 11 or 1130 to 630. I think, uh, I believe that's right. If not, you know, we've still got time before August. So, uh, I am on vacation, as I said. Um, I go to Chicago every year. It's something that I do. I enjoy it. It gives me a chance to kind of be on my own and be in a place that I love. Uh, not that I don't love the church or Westchester, but uh, a place to kind of uh, just kind of be there. And it's really cool. I've talked about why I love Chicago, but there's a lot of reasons. Um, I am very boring, but I still enjoy the time here. Um, so let's see my testimony. I've talked about my call, uh, my life. I was raised by my great grandparents. Uh, my mom had me at a very young age. She lived with my great grandparents for a little while. And then when I was about 13 months old, uh, she moved out and they took care of me for the rest of the time. Uh, you know, it was good and bad. They had me in church and that was awesome. Uh, they were old. And so they had a lot of different discipline techniques that maybe weren't in style at the time, uh, but it was never in anger. It was out of love and what they thought was right. Uh, they were raised, they were married and young during the Great Depression, so uh, it's very hard for me to throw away things. Everything that I use is like a plastic utensil or a paper plate or something uh, because uh, that's just the way I was raised, and it's good. And one day, there will be something and everybody's going to be like, oh man, I really need plastic forks and you're going to come to me and everybody's going to realize that this is the right way to live. But uh, I love them very much. They passed away uh, at various points. Uh, my great-grandpa after my freshman year in college and my great-grandma 
uh, after just after I started being a youth pastor. Um, I've talked about my call and the fact that uh, I felt called my senior year at Ball State, and just I really felt like a direct, almost like talking to me call to go into ministry. I didn't understand it, so it's not that I put it off, but I just didn't know what was happening, and so I continued being a Christian. I continued seeking Him, uh, but I didn't go into the ministry. I went into I worked for the government for a while, then I went into grad school for creative writing, and then when I came back that very first Sunday, there was a call for youth ministry volunteers, and so that kind of got the ball rolling, and it became very clear that was where I was supposed to be, even though it's never where I would have chosen. Uh, as for my Christian faith, though, since I was raised in the church uh, by very faithful people, I've kind of always been a Christian. Uh, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, well, when I was in fifth grade, I, I went to the altar and did the prayer to officially become a Christian, but even then, uh, being raised in an, a Nazarene church, and it's a, a wonderful faith. It's very similar to the Methodist faith. They're both Wesleyan, um, but sometimes it can be more about a checklist than anything else, and so I kind of was, that was my mindset, just don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, uh, etc. And so it wasn't until college when I had to really make my own decisions that I realized, oh, I really want to live this life. And so uh, there's a word in Wesleyan faith, uh, entire sanctification, that's where you, uh, you know, kind of give yourself over to the Holy Spirit and take that next step. And so that was uh, actually my first year of grad school following a very dark depression. And so um, it was, it's not that that erased all of my depression because I still struggle with that from time to time, but uh, it helped me to see that there is a greater purpose and that I could use that for other things, which I've tried to do, and I hope that I have. And so I just continued on, and it it's one of those things, and I've talked about this before in youth, but when you look back, you can see like this very clear path of where God uh, was leading you, and, and it's not something that you really realize at the time. And so my life was very much like that, uh, it, from everything from being a reporter to creative writing, like just the way that my mind works, the way that everything goes on, the way that I deal with anxiety and depression, like all of those things have gone into my ministry in different ways. Um, and so that is kind of where I got to be where I am today. Uh, I do my best. <laughs> that's what I tell you to do. And that's what I try to do. I am by no means perfect, but I do my best and I have a strong desire to be perfect, not in terms of never making mistakes or not in terms of, of, you know, being without flaw, but just everything that I do, I expect myself to succeed beyond any level that is sometimes even attainable. Uh, and that's something that I deal with and I pray about and work through, but it also enables me to continue just always trying my best because I know that I care that much uh, about you guys, about the the mission, about Jesus, about my 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 mission, my ministry, and all of those things. Um, I think that's pretty much it because I have talked about this a ton, so you've not had to uh, wonder much about me because I'm very open when I preach, and if something applies to me, I will talk about it. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of touch base on that topic too since I know that the youth workers are doing it. Um, and just, I know that people are always telling you as teenagers, hey, appreciate this and appreciate that. And so I don't want to do that. But I will say, keep in mind when you're feeling doubts and when you're feeling uh, hurt and you're feeling like nobody cares, 
these people that are here tonight and the other youth workers that come from time to time, whenever they're there, and some of them a lot, some of them every once in a while, regardless, they're there because they actually care about you. Like, they don't get paid to be there. Uh, now, I get paid to be there, but I also care about you because I could do other things. Uh, but that is just me saying you have people in your life that really, really care about you. And I know that it doesn't always feel like that. I know that they're not there all the time. I know that you can't see them sometimes. I know that it still gets hard. Believe me, I get all of that. But that is something to remind yourself of in the darkest times, that you are not alone. Uh, obviously, Jesus is there, but also there are people who pour their lives out to you because they care. Um, and so just do your best to to do that to other people. That's kind of the best way to, to pay it forward, the best way to quote-unquote repay it. Um, but just kind of help other people. Do what you can to be that example and to be that love, even when you may not feel it. Uh, I think that's probably about all that, that I have to say. Um, it's been a pretty good week here so far. Uh, I'll probably talk about that from time to time. But uh, I had, uh, I've had i had a good week, I guess. And so if I were rating, I would say it's been just about a 8, which is super high for me. That's like a 12 for most people. Um, so I miss you guys. I hope everything is going well. Uh, I hope that the background noise of trucks racing by the hotel uh, hasn't distracted you too much, but that is what it is. And I also hope that the walls aren't so thin that people are wondering why I'm talking to myself. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Maybe they got something out of it. So uh, I miss you guys. I will see you soon. Uh, I will be back the following Sunday. And that is the 17th. So uh, that's all I got. Bye.